1: of our current podcast series entitled, Lucifer's One World Religion is Arising. And as we continue to address this very real and prophetic precursor, I wanted to bring to our attention some of the other prophetic indicators that are also giving pay attention warning to those who love the Lord and are called by his name. On January 8th, 2020, the Daily Times printed this article, World War III is really knocking at the door as the news erupted of growing tensions between the U.S. and Iran. The Internet started trending World War III after Iranian General Qasim Soleimani was killed in a U.S. airstrike near the Baghdad airport. The attack was conducted by an American drone officially confirmed by U.S. and Iranian sources. The American airstrike is the leading indicator of war and the recent pugnacious sentiments could precipitate a major conflict in the region. The attack may be a potential turning point in the Gulf crisis and is anticipated to draw severe retaliation from Iran. This is a dangerous escalation that could lead to another disastrous war in the Middle East. The situation is becoming tense, and the fear of war has intensified between the two countries. Iranian President Hassan Rouhani has vowed that Iran would take revenge following Soleimani's death. Tens of thousands of people thronged the streets of Tehran, and people have started protest to demonstrate their anger after the US strike slayed Soleimani. The Twitter handle of President Rouhani articulated, the flag of General Soleimani in defense of the country's territorial integrity and the fight against terrorism and extremism in the region will be raised, and the path of resistance to U.S. excesses will persist. The great nation of Iran will take revenge for this heinous crime. Apprehensions of what this retaliation might look like continue to escalate. The Sun echoed this grave concern with evidence that Iran is very serious in its desire for retribution. They noted that Iran has pinpointed 35 key U.S. targets for revenge after its top general was assassinated, with America expecting retaliation within weeks. Hours later, rockets were fired near the U.S. embassy in Baghdad and at an air base housing American troops, according to reports. The two attacks came just hours after mourners chanted death to America at the funeral of top Iranian general, Hassan Soleimani. A retaliation attack from Iran could be seen within weeks, either at home or abroad, a senior congressional staffer told Time Magazine. U.S. military units are reinforcing their outpost, bases, and airfields in Iraq and Syria, preparing for revenge attacks for the American drone strike that killed a senior Iranian general last week. The Pentagon has directed about 4,500 troops to join the roughly 50,000 already in the region, but retracted a letter that said U.S. forces in Iraq were being repositioned for movement out of the country. Ayatollah Khomeini wept over the coffin of Major General Qasim Soleimani at the funeral in Tehran, and throngs filled the streets above. The general successor spoke of retaliation, while Mr. Trump doubled down on his threat to hit all kinds of targets in Iran if it retaliated. While President Trump assured Americans in his report to the nation that we are safe, the threat of war yet remains very real, especially when we realize that prophecy makes certain that at some point it must happen. And then in other national news, on January 1, 2020, CBN News, under the title of North Korea's Kim, threatens shocking action and new strategic weapon, wrote, Expressing deep frustration over stalled nuclear talks, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un warned of unspecified shocking action and that his country will soon reveal a new strategic weapon to the world as it bolsters its nuclear deterrent in face of gangster-like U.S. pressure. Kim also said North Korea was no longer obligated to maintain a self-imposed suspension on the testing of nuclear weapons and intercontinental ballistic missiles, which President Donald Trump has touted as a major diplomatic accomplishment. Kim has used the diplomatic stalemate to expand his military capabilities by intensifying North Korea's test of shorter-range weapons. His arsenal is now estimated to include 40 to 50 nuclear bombs and various delivery systems, including solid-fuel missiles designed to beat missile defense systems and developmental ICBMs potentially capable of reaching the U.S. mainland. Additionally, on July 24, 2019, The Sun reported another very telling report regarding Russia and China flexing muscles, Russia and China ramp up military alliances with provocative First Air Patrol, sending bold message to Donald Trump. The bold move sent shockwaves around the world and signaled strengthening military ties between Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping. China has moved to speed up the development of its most advanced submarine-launched nuclear missile weapon, capable of striking the U.S. mainland, Military sources have said. Two independent sources told the South China Morning Post that the Chinese Navy had tested the JL-3, or Zhulang, big wave missile, which it ultimately intends to pair with its next generation nuclear submarines. While Russia, according to a report provided by Anti Ministries, has a new hypersonic nuclear missile that it says it has deployed is fueling concerns of a new arms race with the U.S. as the clock ticks down on the expiration of the last treaty, limiting the strategic arsenals of the two former Cold War foes. Russia's 1st Regiment of avant Missiles was commissioned in the Urals regions of Orenburg, days after President Vladimir Putin boasted that the new weapon could penetrate any defensive shield. The Russian leader unveiled the avant-garde and five other new generation weapons in his annual State of the Nation Address in March 2018, saying it could travel up to 20 times the speed of sound, like a meteorite or a fireball. And I haven't even touched on Israel, beloved, and some of the other countries that are lining up to destroy her as wars and rumors of wars continue to unfold. And in the midst of these prophetic precursors, it was reported in the Jerusalem Post that with 10 months to the presidential election in the U.S., the Trump administration is considering presenting its peace plan in the coming weeks, even ahead of the March 2 Knesset election. The Trump administration's reasoning is clear. If there's an Israeli election in March, there probably won't be a government until May bringing them very close to the presidential election. It's not likely that U.S. President Trump will actually be able to bring about the deal of the century, as he has called the peace agreement, between Israel and the Palestinians. However, he would want to present himself in as positive a light as possible, so close to his re-election bid. Beloved, the point of all of this is that even if World War III can be held off for now, the truth remains that the prophetic word of God is unfolding before our very eyes as current events play out and pay-attention reality, making the soon-to-be-manifested one-world religion of the Antichrist of critical importance to the legitimate Church of Jesus Christ. For it heralds the urgent need for those of us who have been born again of his Spirit to become more serious about our walk with God and his sacred mandate to us to contend even more earnestly for the true faith which was once for all delivered to the saints and which alone guarantees eternal life in heaven's home with Elohim. And this brings us back to our study on the ecumenical movement and its antichrist persuasions that not only compromise salvation's unnegotiable truth, but by way of its superficial appearance of love and goodwill is drawing many unsuspecting Christians into its deadly web. Remember, we are warned in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen that Satan appears as an angel of light, and that is why without testing the spirit to see if it really is of God, just as Adam and Eve were beguiled by his false beauty, we are also in no less danger of succumbing to his deceitful and masked strategies as well. In Matthew 7, 13 to 14, the Bible reveals that there is only one portal to God, and that is Jesus Christ himself alone. For he is the only door or gate to the Father in heaven. He alone has majestically proclaimed that, I am the way and the truth and the life. The modern ecumenical movement, however, under the delusion of Antichrist persuasion, throws open a wide gate, beckoning everyone to come in, with great emphasis on uniting not only professing Christians of all denominations and beliefs, but it has spread its net to include people of all faiths, which is leading to the eventual and soon-to-be-manifested one-world religion of the Antichrist. In our next podcast, we will continue with our coverage of the ecumenical movement and Roman Catholicism which many credible Bible scholars have identified as the harlot of Revelation 17, and will also be addressing the major role Pope Francis is playing in this Antichrist, one-world religion endeavor. Until then, and as always, I bid you his agape.
0: You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.